a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What can you do to help customer service reps think quickly on their feet? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Johns with WordSouth, and I'm joined in this episode by Phil Bassesi, who is the Supervisor of Residential Services with Electricities of North Carolina. Phil, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. We are once again recording this one at the TVPPA conference, so we are uh, uh, at the reception, and you may hear a little bit of, uh, of ambiance here of, of uh, other folks here, but Phil was nice enough to step aside to join us because he's got a, uh, a training that he did. We were talking about it this morning. Uh, he does some customer service training, and uh, he's got the, the, the first level, the second level of customer service training, which I'll get you to talk about in a minute, but the third level is what I really wanted to talk about uh, in this uh, episode because it's, it's critical thinking on your feet. And so that's what we'll get into first. But first, kind of uh, just give us an overview of what the customer service training is uh, that you that you do. Well, we've been doing customer service training uh, at Electricities for probably about three years now. And we started with uh, a 101 and a 102 class that focused on both the people side, human side of uh, customer service, uh, trying to get uh, the customer service reps kind of trained up on dealing with customers and how to interact with them and be professional and be, you know, a uh, advocate, advocate for the customers, but also a um, represent the city, uh, their side of things as well, and, and to, to manage both of those. Um, the third class that we presented was, uh, as you said, customer service or uh, critical thinking, rather, on your feet. And that's a role that every customer service uh, rep has to play. Uh, They're oftentimes um, in challenging situations with customers who can be very emotional, um, can be in some cases uh, angry. Um, so they have to manage uh, those emotions of the customer um, with the intent to try to help the customer uh, understand uh, why their bill may be as high as it is. So you guys had those kind of tense situations in North Carolina too, I guess. So. They're everywhere. I guess we should say a little bit about just what Electricities is. You, got, you guys are a uh, municipal group of uh, electric providers, right? Can you tell us a little bit about Electricities? Sure. Uh, Electricities is the statewide trade association for the municipal electric distribution systems in uh, North Carolina, which there are about 70 in our state. So we provide a uh, multitude of services from uh, operations. Um, we also uh, represent the cities in front of the North Carolina legislature. Uh, we have safety and training programs. Um, I work on residential energy services for our members, customers. We have a commercial group as well. Um, and we do accounting and, and engineering as well as assistance uh, to those members uh, to help them manage uh, what is typically the biggest asset in the city. Sure. So getting back to the critical thinking, because this is based off of a college level course that you, that you mentioned, right? So it's critical thinking, uh, kind of teaching folks, uh, well, I'll, I'll let you explain it, but basically getting folks to, to think critically about where they are, not just immediately knee-jerk reactions. Yes, you, you've described it well. Um, you know, the history of critical thinking goes back 2,500 years uh, to the days of Socrates, and uh, you could probably have a semester-long course on, on Socrates, but um, 
to narrow it down here, it's just the intent to ask a lot of questions, and that was what Socrates was all about. He just didn't take anything and accept anything on its, uh, on its first presentation. He always asked a lot of questions that probed into the whys and the you know, what-fors of uh, what is ever being presented. And so, in many respects, we want the CSRs to uh, bring that attitude to their uh, customer interactions, especially the ones that can be uh, difficult. Um, to stay calm, uh, to try to you know, calm the customer down as best they can so that they can and then in turn educate them. Um, uh, get them tuned in to, well, you know, my bill went from $100 last month to $250 this month and I didn't do anything different. Uh, and in most cases that's true, they didn't do anything different, but uh, the weather typically changes and, and those are, or that is the most common reason for a bill to, to double or triple. So educating the customer uh, is important, and you have to ask a lot of questions. Uh, you know, what do you set your thermostat at? Uh, you know, do you, did you have uh, any kind of additional guests in the house? Um, you know, what is your water heater? How old is it? How old is your, you know, heating system or air conditioner? All these questions that you kind of have to get the customer to think about, which they normally wouldn't think about because all their knowing and interested in is why did my bill go up as much as it did. Is that probably the number one thing that, that uh, from you know, the input you've had from folks in the training, that the billing questions or particularly the, the, the high bill questions, I don't guess there are very many low bill questions, but my, my bill was too low, but uh, is that kind of the number one thing that you were hearing most folks dealing with? Oh, sure. That, uh, you know, it, high bill complaints are the number one uh, issue that customer service reps have to deal with. And you know, we teach them how to do uh, a billing history analysis, for example. So, you know, if you have, and most cities have this, a 12-month history, and some go back as many as 10 years. So if you can look at the, the patterns that customers have, um, chances are they had a very similar situation the year before and then the year before that. And if you can kind of point some of these things out to them, show them uh, maybe what their consumption might have been in a spring or a fall month when weather didn't influence the bill. Let them know that, well, this is what you use every month, regardless of whether it's hot or cold. And the difference between, you know, those spring and fall months and a winter month or a summer month, that's what it costs to air condition your house or that's what it costs to, to heat your house. So if you give them some frames of reference that they might not have thought about, then it makes it a little bit easier for them to understand, well, if I change my thermostat setting, maybe I can make a difference on what that heating cost or cooling cost is for their uh, utility bill. Based on the input or on anything else that you've seen, is there a point where there can be too many questions? I mean, is it, uh, you know, are, are some customers just going to want an answer right away? Are folks frustrated by the questions? Or are most, most people pretty welcoming to, to when they feel like somebody's truly trying to understand them? I think the latter more so. I think the, the more time you spend with somebody, it's, uh, it's a tension. And so uh, that always, in my view, works, uh, you know, to the betterment of the situation. Uh, it means that you are uh, concerned um, and, you know, you need to be sincere about that concern. And then we can also offer them um, an energy audit, for example, or uh, an energy kit, which we, we give out to some customers um, that has some LED light bulbs in it and things that can help them manage their electric use. And so you're spending time with the customer. I don't think there's too many questions. Again, I think it's a sign that you are sincerely interested in them and trying to help them.
Uh, sorry to put you on the spot with this question, but uh, have there been some examples, uh, whether their department or a particular CSR or, or one of the municipal um, distributors has really embraced this and, and they've seen it work with any, uh, you know, I don't know if it's measurable or not, but just where you've really seen it take off for a, a distributor to really embrace this? Well, I'm glad you asked that. And we have been doing some um, surveys for our members over the last two years. Uh, we've had probably... 20 cities that have done uh, customer surveys. And they're uh, quite broad and quite extensive. We, we survey residential customers and commercial customers and ask them a, a wide breadth of questions. And one of the questions we ask them is, you know, how do you rate customer service in the, in the community? And um, you know, we've been pleased that those, those ratings have been, have been good. Uh, we, we are either on par or, um, or, or superior to um, the, the two markets that we compete with, um, those being the IOUs and then and the electric cooperatives. So um, I, I like to think that the training has had some positive influence on that because um, these are the customers who are responding to the questions. Excellent. Last question I had for you. If there's somebody who maybe is not in North Carolina, they can't go to one of your sessions, uh, but they, they're intrigued by this idea, what are, is, are there any additional resources or anything small that they can do to kind of uh, head down that path themselves if they, if they can't go to your training session? Well, I think just reading um, articles and, and books that deal with critical thinking, there's um, uh, quite a few of them out there, and you know, a web search will, will turn them up. Um, and again, it's kind of a, a, a way, a process of uh, viewing things. It's deliberate. It's uh, slower. Uh, it kind of tries to strip the emotion out of uh, any issue and uh, just tries to get you to understand the information and the data and the reasons and the whys behind, you know, why things happen the way they do. And so um, that would be my, my advice. Sure, take a breath, slow things down, not, a, not an immediate uh, reaction. I think that's good advice. And I also think that's the first time Socrates has ever been brought up on this podcast before. So congratulations. Phil, thanks for joining me. Thank you. He is Phil Bassesi. He is the uh, supervisor for residential services at Electricities of North Carolina. Thanks again, Phil. Thank you for listening. And I'm your host once again, Andy Johns. Until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South a content marketing company.